You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List online. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and the interview subject I have coming up for you is Marco Aro. Marco is the vocalist in The Haunted and the reason for the conversation is to promote The Haunted's upcoming shows in Australia with Witchery and At The Gates. I'll read out some dates. They're coming up very soon. On Wednesday, the 24th of April, Canberra, you've got a show. The 25th, Brizzy, I should be at that one. Friday the 26th, there's a show in Sydney. And finally in Melbourne, you've got a show on the 27th. So let's have a listen to what Marco has to say. Here we go. Yeah, it's good. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Yeah, plugging away. We've got a bit of rain down here, which is nice for once because it's always so bloody hot. Oh. So we'll take the rain. So what kind of temperatures do you have now? Um, it's about 22 degrees where I am. Uh, that's Celsius. Where, where are you at? In Brisbane or just where, south. Where Oh, okay. Just south of Brisbane. Because we, we're, uh, we're enjoying our first two real spring days today. <laughs> Yesterday was about 18 degrees and today is 15, but it's still re- still really nice because the gr- trees are starting to turn green and yeah, oh, so yeah. Yeah, there's hope it. for life. Indeed, mate. Are you, are you back home in Finland? Because I think that's where you're from originally or are you in Sweden? Uh, from originally, yeah, but I've been, I've been living here since 76, so. Oh, God. Okay, so you're a Swede, mate. God, yeah. Yeah, um. I am. But I'm, I'm still a fin- Finnish citizen and I speak Finnish regularly. So. Oh, there you go. You don't have conflicted emotions whenever they come up against each other in the football? No, the football never happens, actually. It's the ice hockey. Football, oh, Finland sucks in football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they kick Sweden's ass regularly in ice hockey, so it's good. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Well, look, you've, yeah. um, you've got this tour coming up here, of course. You're with the Haunted... And I've already had a chat yeah. to Patrick about things, and I know he's looking very much forward to the shows. And also the day yeah, off. You guys even get a day off down in Melbourne. Can you believe that? He was wishing it was yeah. up here in Brisbane, but you get a day off. Great. Yeah, that's really nice. We actually have uh, one day off as we land as well, because we land on the 22nd, and the first show in Canberra is 24. Uh-huh. Rightio. Yeah, well, look, mate, they're bumper yeah. shows. They're, they're massive shows. I mean, you couldn't get three or four bands that Australian audience lust after when it comes to death thrash and thrash metal in general. But, I mean, from your perspective, it must be a real treat to travel the 15,000-odd kilometres or so from Sweden to Australia to perform in front of appreciative audiences right across the glo- right across the country, really, because there's a lot of dates there. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing, actually, to get to do this at, st- at my age, still doing it, <laughs> and, uh, and still being considered relatively irrelevant so yeah yeah it's uh, it's amazing mm. what about and, and also the fact that we're uh, we're not we're just <clears throat> since we got back together in 2013 and mm. we started this format of the haunted we uh, we decided that we're not going to do it like the extensive crazy touring that we used to do because that pretty much burnt us out mm. And that's why I also left the band and also had drug addictions and stuff. But mm. those are also like uh, results of that way of life. And uh, yeah. so we decided that we're going to do quality before quantity. And uh, so uh, Australia is definitely quality. So <laughs> yeah, that's man. what we're doing. And I also awesome. get to travel with all three bands which have known each other for 20 odd years and and we're all, it's like a grown up daycare center that's gone away. <laughs> so it's fun. 
Who uh, who's the most responsible on the tour? There is it is it Patrick or is it somebody else or yourself even? Who's oh, the most? It's, it's most definitely Jonas because okay. Jonas is also the manager of both bands. Oh God, he's got his work cut out then, hasn't he? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the most childish one and the most fun would be Adrian. That guy is uh, uh, he's, he's in a league of his own. I bet. What is it about he, him he, that makes it so funny though? What does he do? No, the thing is that he uh, sometimes he knows that he's funny and sometimes he doesn't even know that he's funny. And uh, the thing is that he's never changed. He's always been exactly the same. Okay. So he, he, yeah. he's pretty much like an 11-year-old trapped in an almost 50-year-old body. Yeah. It's, uh, That's fantastic cool. Fantastic fun. It's good to hear because I actually yeah. met him down here about, oh, I think it was 20 years ago when he's toured with Cradle of Filth. And yeah. Um, yeah, he was a very nice fellow back then. So it's it's glad to hear he's kept his sense of humour and his spirit intact despite years of yeah. you know abuse on the road or by the road, I should say. Yeah, but he's the original prankster. He he always has a prank, always. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what kind of. Even though in the most inappropriate situations, he will find a way to pull a prank on someone. What like what's what's a really good one that he's he's done to you, for example? No, it's it's not okay. He's tied my shoes together and stuff when I was sleeping, but yep. that's just childish stuff. But then he has <laughs> the other thing. He's got like a remote control that can turn off like ninety nine percent of all the TV apparatus in the world. Oh God, yep, yep. Yeah, so he he can stand in the uh, uh, departure or arrival hall, and people are standing there watching the uh, the board, and all of a sudden <laughs> it just shuts off, and you know. Who's responsible? Oh dear God! Is he like an IT whiz? Is he? He just gets that stuff, does he? No, he he's just he's just a, a gadget collector. He just loves things, gadgets, and oh, things yeah. that he can use to do pranks on people. So I know he's yeah. he's a he's a ton of fun. Yeah, but you can get old sometimes, but it's it's it, it's a ton of fun. Must yeah. be something about drummers, don't you reckon? Drummers, they're all you know. Yeah. They're weird, is, they're weird lot dramas, you know. <laughs> Sorry, dramas. Yeah. I also I also have a reputation for being kind of goofy, but I, I'm also an old drummer, so maybe oh, that is something go. about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know, the other thing, I was thinking about this, asking this question uh, prior to the chat, because I feel this way about you guys, you know, the haunted... You know, you, you're likely to be credited with, credited with reviving Thrash in the late 90s and certainly in the early 2000s, and you're a part of that because that album, The Haunted Made Me Do, it was very well received by fans and particularly musicians. Yeah. I hope you know that. Musicians do love that album. But I'd, I'd go yeah, so far. I heard even, G, even Jim Root in uh, the Slipknot loves that album. There you go. Yeah. yeah very, mate, that's what I'm saying. That's my point right there. So Slipknot were around, they started about the same time, if not a bit after. But I, I think the key yeah. thing is, if it wasn't for you guys and Blink-182, I don't think we'd have metalcore, such as the impact both bands have had on young and impressionable musicians. So, yeah, well, it sounds like you agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't agree to, like, pat myself on the back or anything, but hmm. I, I because I had albums like that that were just as important to me, like Rain in Blood and oh, yeah. and uh, some Dead Kennedys albums as well, because I've always steered my ship towards hardcore, and metal was uh, always there as well, but I always, always turned a bit more to hardcore. Mm. So, um, and the same, the same feeling I had when we recorded The Haunted Made Me Do It was the same feeling like when you're sitting in the car on your way home, 
and yeah. the same feeling sneaks up on you as uh, as when we uh, recorded now the strength in numbers because I was so so pleased with that one. Mm. But uh, but also it's uh, <clears throat> it's hard to tell because there's so many bands nowadays. So I don't think there's room anymore for that that type of album again. I don't think so. Mm. That's a really good point, actually. Albums, really, especially as far as young people are concerned with their Spotify playlists. I talk about this a lot on my podcast series. It's uh, Albums are something that I think even newer artists maybe want to think about as something that happens later. You know, EPs more or less do the job, and it costs a lot less to produce, let's face it, um, you know, both on your time and on your finances. But, uh, yeah, man, I, the, the albums, I think there's always going to be people of our vintage that lean toward yeah. albums, want to have a 40 or a 50-minute listening experience from the band from that time period whenever and, the, you know, the music's yeah, and, released. And booklet. Yeah. And a book, well-made booklet. Hmm. I still enjoy that. I, I, I can, like, if I want to listen to a new band, which I'm not really, really interested in, but I, I might, it might pique my interest, I listen to my Spotify. And if I find them interesting, I actually go out and buy the album because I want to see everything they have. Hmm. in the uh, booklets and everything so yeah mm, cool i guess we're all all, all that way <laughs> yeah well. i remember the old the vinyl sleeves where all the pictures and everything were mm. always like party pictures and stuff like slayer and oh yeah i love those oh I the back of raining blood boy. yeah yeah i remember it sitting in my room and just looking at those pictures man those guys are crazy <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you mentioned the Dead Kennedys before, and I reckon they're one of my favourite outfits, actually, of all time. They had a tremendous impact on me as a young fella, and I think I wore out my CD copy of Bedtime for Democracy. So, which was which was your oh, favourite album? album? Yeah, I just love it. Just uh, Yeah, Bedtime for Democracy was a really good one, and also uh, In God We Trust. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and all the EPs with Police Truck and all those, they were... Yeah. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still really when I when I get drunk and I, I'm on YouTube, I usually <laughs> look up these stuff. You, mate, you and I both. <laughs> That's yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. I and, we all, and we're that old now that no nobody in our family appreciates what we listen to, so we have to wear headphones. Yeah, I'm definitely you can't in just that. blast. My kids are constantly saying to me, they call everything death metal that I listen to, whether it's punk rock or heavy metal or you guys or whoever. Yeah. They call it all death metal. So whenever I put it on, they're like, turn off the bloody death metal, Dad. We don't like it. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're girls, mate. They're, yeah. they're four and five years of age. So, you know, oh, okay. yeah, I'm used to hearing Frozen and um, and what the Wiggles oh, and yeah. stuff like that. My God, it's permanently imprinted in my brain, I think, those things. You know. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, when when you're performing live, um, the Peter Dolving material, do you use his vocal style as a guide and just add your bit, or do you try to keep it as close as possible to the way he did things? No, the the thing is that uh, my whole experience in this band started out with singing Pete songs. Hmm. Because I did the first tour I ever did was in '99 when Pete just left the band and. Uh, we did a U.S. tour with Testament, mm-hmm. and uh, so I pretty much already. I believe it becomes like a subconscious kind of thing that I'm not trying to sound like Pete, but it actually sounds like Pete anyway. Yeah, because uh, even though he's a great singer, that, that stuff is not really hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually pretty simple. So and and also, even though I preferably gel a lot. But it, does, it, it doesn't mean that I don't know how to sing. So. Yeah. No, you do it. You do it. <laughs> it's just, 
You do a bloody good job, mate. I mean, you're an imposing front man too, which is what this this sort of music really needs. It needs somebody like you up front there or David Vincent or Steve Tucker. You know, yeah. it needs that big physical presence that you've got, but you've got the vocal to match. So it you, you definitely, um, you know, your your contribution to the legacy of heavy metal by via The Haunted Meat, it's assured, rest assured on that. Thank you, man. Glad to hear it. Thank you. It means a lot when somebody says that because yep. even being a vocalist, you you are the one thing that you're really really good at is filling your head with uh, all kinds of shit that doesn't mm. need to be there. Like, oh shit, oh I, I think I'm coming down with a cold, or did I sound all right? Did I look all right? Blah blah blah. So it's nice to hear that somebody says that. Yeah, whatever you do, you do you're doing it good. Keep doing it. So. Oh yeah, no, keep definitely keep doing it, man. It's um and and I mean I do follow your career personally. So is there anything new happening with the resistance? Because I think the last album or EP came out. Uh, 2016 with those guys yeah and uh no actually uh, we uh we put that on the back burner for a while because uh that was one of those bands that was really really great but all the recipes for a total disaster all the ingredients were there mm, okay. uh, we chose to ignore it yeah so uh no it's and we also becomes became so mean to each other so it was no point in going on anymore. Oh, that's, that's because a it got yeah. so infected. Yeah. Yeah. All these things happen, mate. Maybe you guys will reconnect sometime in the near future when everything's Yeah, sort of so we're actually we actually off. on speaking terms again. So maybe something will happen in the future because <laughs> that's also a thing that I, I put on sometimes because just because I miss it so much because that was actually that type of music that I really, really, really wanted to play. Because I that was like when me and Jesper put that band together. We said, that, okay, now let's put the band together that pays tribute to all the uh, heroes of yesterday. Hmm. And uh, and these are like the music that we tried to uh, no avail to get into the various bands we were in because it wasn't the right time or it wasn't the right type of music or blah, blah, blah. So we decided to do that for ourselves instead and fill that gap. Yeah. But uh, we rushed into things... And uh, we became so mean to each other, so it didn't work out. No way. Oh, well, that's life, mate. That is that is just how things go, mate. Families are worse. Yes, you know, mate, families can be far yeah, worse yeah. to each other. But bands are like families. People who haven't been in them don't necessarily understand they're a, they're a brotherhood oh, and a sisterhood. You, yeah, you spend so many hours together hmm. and usually intoxicated or something else. So yeah, that adds to it, yeah. Things are being said, things are being done. That it's uh, that would not probably sit well with other people. Mm. So indeed, yeah. All right, mate. Mm. No worries. Look, I better let you go. I've got to get to the next one. But look, it's been a pleasure to finally chat to you. As I say, man, I've been following your career um, for many years now. The best part of well, since year two thousand, so nineteen years or so. Two thousand and one with the haunted, maybe do it. So eighteen years, and uh, you do a great job, man. So just keep on doing what you do, and hopefully we can have a beer when you play Brisbane. Yeah, most definitely. Look us up at the show and we'll most definitely grab a beer or two. Yeah, for sure, brother. No worries. Okay. Okay, good cool, talking man. to you. Nice talking to you. Yeah, likewise, yeah. mate. No worries at all. Yeah, bye. Okay, catch ya. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List online. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and that interview subject was Marco Aro from the Swedish outfit The Haunted. Thank you so much for listening.